This is the BBC. This podcast is supported by advertising outside the UK. This is the BBC. Raj and Pablo on BBC Asian Network. Guys, Happy New Year. It's the first show of the Raj and Pablo show on the BBC Asian Network. Thank you for downloading the best bits of our show. You're going to be able to hear from actress Zoya Hussain, who makes her debut in Mukabars here on the show. Now, not only that, Amit Trivedi, the award-winning music composer, joined us, telling us all about his film, Budman. And Salil Acharya gives us the lowdown from Mumbai. Zoya, welcome to the Rajan Pablo Show. And first of all, thank you so much for joining us. Thank you for having me. I am so excited for the things that are going to now unfold. I think the whole um, time we were kind of, you know, especially while shooting and then before that preparing for the film, we were like, we were like horses with blinkers on, you know. Uh-huh. And uh, and now it's like those blinkers have come off and a whole like other world has opened up to us. Uh, all the hard work is done and I think we're just enjoying it. And now it's like, it's coming out, it's happening. <laughs> this is your debut, but like you're, you're a director, yeah. first and foremost, and you want to direct Anurag as well. How did this come your way? So my background is actually in theatre, not in mm-hmm. modelling or anything like most actresses, you know, have it. Um, so I was, I mean, I was acting for the stage in Delhi. I was writing stuff because, you know, when you're in, a, when you work at the theatre, you end up kind of doing a little bit of everything. <laughs> so I had, uh, I was adapting this uh, short story Mm-hmm. And I wanted, uh, I mean, from stage to screen. And I wanted Anurag to secretly act in it. Now, I didn't have the guts to actually, like, ask him, like, uh-huh. straight up. <laughs> so, I said, oh, we read the script. Could you tell me what you think? Well, well I love that short story. It's a Kamala Das short story. And uh, he read it and he, I think, uh, did not like it at all. Ooh. And he said, it too, it sounds like a play. It doesn't even sound like a film. Uh-huh. And, uh, but work on it. But work on it. I you know, have faith. Believe, uh, you know, believe in yourself and all that kind of right. jazz. Yeah. So, um, and uh, I was like, oh, okay, great. And um, I was doing, uh, I started acting in a bunch of like indie, very experimental films. Mm-hmm. And I'd done one of them called Three and a Half Takes, which this uh, Ukrainian director, Daria Guy, had done. And he was producing one of the parts in it. Right. So uh, he saw me in that and he was like, you're really good, actually. You know, we will definitely do something in the future. And I don't know whether he's, uh, whether he's taking this, like, does he mean this? Or uh-huh. does he just like, you know, just, did he love the film? So he's having a nice reaction to it. And when he sent me the strip of Mukawa, I was a little confused. I was like, okay, sure, yeah. Uh, I hope he wants to cast me and uh, he thinks I didn't take it seriously but that's not true. I wasn't sure if he was serious or not. You never know with Anurag. You he's, know. Yeah, he's so kind of like unreadable. Exactly. And he's so, I mean, he just says things like casually and mm. sometimes it kind of just takes away from the gravity of the, you know, situation. Yeah. Uh, and then when he called me like two days later and he really scolded me and then uh, <laughs> I was like, oh God, this is happening. <laughs> Zoya, tell us about your character, Sunaina. Now, you play a dumb girl, high-caste Hindu yeah. girl in UP. But yeah. And how did you prepare for the role? Apparently, you learned sign language. Yeah, I did. Uh, I wanted this character to be as natural, as relatable, as mm. authentic as possible. And there was no way that I could have done that if I hadn't learned sign language properly. Uh-huh. You know, in the past, the films we've seen, there's a... Um, in my opinion, they tend to be a little caricaturish. Uh-huh. Everything is very loud and she's mute. She's not deaf. So she mm-hmm. does have a sense of volume and, you know, um, just intricacies of speech and all of that. So there's no need for her to be so like over the top. And uh, 
I didn't want to just learn my lines. I wanted to do it properly so that we could improvise because mm. Anurag improvises a lot. And mm. then even uh, I didn't want to limit myself, you know, in case uh, if, if when I got I did new ideas and we improvised on set, I wanted her to be like almost you could reach out and touch her, you know. And even though she's mute, all kinds of people could relate to her and aspects of her. And uh, you know that uh, so and Vineet, your cast opposite Vineet, that he is such a focused guy. He took one year out to mm. learn boxing. What was it like working yeah. with him? We need to, you know, I mean, we hadn't met. We met two weeks before we started shooting. Oh and uh, I, yeah, and uh, I, I mean, I was, of course, and I was being shown his videos and all of that. So mm. it was very inspiring to see that. And then I was like, okay, I have to up my game as well because I wanted it to be a good partnership. Mm. Because, you know, when you're sprinting with somebody that you're equal, you just do it faster. Yeah. You know, and that's how, that's how I wanted it to be. And uh, even on set, he was very helpful because he's worked, uh, Anurag and him have worked together several times before. So, you know, um, right, Anurag, you know how um, tongue-in-cheek he is. He's gone on record saying that Mukabaz is his first film love story. Is that true? Yeah. Go it on, is, then. It is true. It's his first uh, family film. It's his first, like, uh, feel-good, like, masala movie. <laughs> <laughs> no, but it's also about the, the caste system and also about, you know, cattle slaughter, all these yeah. issues that are there. How does that all come together? So, I mean, essentially, it's uh, it's a love story. You know, mm. the, he is a boxer, so that, of course, is one of the most, it is the most important thing for his character. Mm. But because it's set in that, uh, in that you know, lower middle class social, economic, political backdrop, it's kind of just it's holding up a mirror to the problems that are very much there in our society, you know? And uh, so it is, it is a lot of things. There are a lot of things that are said very directly and a lot that is said indirectly. And uh, it's just a direct reflection of what is actually going on. So it, there wasn't any like special extra effort put toward or whatever is in the film was, were things that were happening at the time. So, you know, were you surprised at the reaction? You got the film got a standard, standing ovation at the MAMI Festival. Toronto appreciated mm-hmm. it. And were you surprised at the reaction it's been getting? At the film festival, yes, I was because I mean, in uh, in Mumbai, for example, it's the first time that his Anurag's any Anurag's mm. movies have showed uh, have been shown at an Indian film festival. Yes, yes. and as the opening film, that was that was just so cool. And normally, you would expect the audience to be very kind of proper and very serious, mm. and you know, but in uh, in Bombay, it was it was nuts because uh-huh. it was like watching it at a small single screen theater because people were like hooting and laughing and clapping, and all the punchlines, all the jokes, the sarcasm. So uh, and people were people were going crazy and throwing their popcorn and it was just unbelievable for that to be happening at uh, a film festival. Lovely. So like, so you are now a fully fledged love story Indian film heroine. What's next for you? Are you going to do all the jatka matka moves and be another tapsy panel? Uh, you know, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I I would really hope to be able to do a whole I mean a variety of things because it's I mean it's my first movie. So there's so much for me to do and I didn't want to do all of it. I really do. Are you enjoying it? Are you enjoying the whole process? Um, it. I wasn't initially only because I was so. It, it was like a sensory overload, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and uh, now it's fun because I think I've just become more comfortable with it. I'm less conscious, and now it's just fun. And so, what's next for you? Are you going to direct Anurag, or are you going to be in a new movie? Have you got anything lined up? I have. I have a bunch of things coming up. Uh, they haven't been announced yet, so okay. I can't talk about them officially. But uh, yeah, I definitely will uh, direct Anurag either in a play or the same exact script that he didn't like so much. 
<laughs> that is what I want to do eventually. Like down the line, I want to develop scripts. I want to support other people that are doing the same. And mm-hmm. yeah, that's like my long term plan. Yeah. Cast Anurag in a love story. Make him suffer. You know, something that's like uh, The Lover by Harold Pinter or something like that. <laughs> it would be so fun to see him struggle with something like that. Zoya, thank you so much for joining us. And do keep in touch with us. We want to know what you're up to because yeah. we think you're brilliant. Thank you. This is BBC Asian Network. Raj and Pablo. Jikart now from Sing is King. Um, Akshay at his best. Um, and you know what? We, uh, well, actually, I say that, but he gave us uh, Ik Doilet, um, which was brilliant. Um, and now he's given us um, a new movie coming up, Padman, where uh, everyone's so excited about it. Uh, but aren't we really happy to have the music composer on? Yes, we are indeed. Now, he's very talented. He's given us hits like uh, break up, break up. his breakout film was Amir, then Dave D, No One Killed Jessica, Chiller Party, English Vinglish, Ekme or Ekthu, Ishk Zadi, Lutera, Queen, Bombay Velvet, I'm running out of breath, Highway, and the soundtrack of Budman. It is multi-talented Mr Amit Trivedi, who joins us now live from Mumbai. Amit, welcome to the Rajan Pablo Show. How are you, sir? I am very good. See, you're reading your films, right? It's like bang, 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 hit after hit after hit. (laughs) (laughs) Congratulations. So tell us about Padman. How did you become involved with this movie? Padman has been directed by Mr. R. Balki. Uh And uh, R. Balki has earlier directed films like Chinikam, Shamita, and and R. Balki's wife is my... um, my friend, dear friend, the was made in English, English, dear Zindagi. Dear Zindagi in 2016. And uh, so, while I was working on these films, Valky was the producer. Right. On English, English, and dear Zindagi. So, this time when he was making, yeah, this time when he was making Padman, he said, I would like to work with you. And Amit, you actually sing on one of the songs as well, Who Bah Who. What's that about and how did you compose that and why did you decide to sing? <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> there's, first of all, there's Aad Se Teri, which is the first song which broke out. Uh-huh. sung by Radit Singh. So when Aad Se Teri was made, that was the first song that was made, which was in my voice. Because I, I present my uh, scratches in my voice. Yes. Whenever I compose a song, I sing it first. So when Aatsatiri was made, so Apalki sir and Akshay sir, they said, yeah, this is a great, let's get Arijit Singh to sing it. You got Arijit Singh, fantastic. Uh-huh. Boom. It, 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 it did really well. Then we did Padman song, the title song. So for that, I suggested, let's get Mika. Mika would be the right choice for this. And then came Mika in. Then we did Saleh Sapne. Salih's Apne was about uh, him making the... It's, it's called the pad-making song. Uh-huh. High-energy high inspiration song. Uh-huh. So that was uh, Sangam Mohit Chan. So then the, then we went, we, when we reached this situation, the situation is about a friendship song between uh, Akshay Kumar and Sonam Kapoor, the characters that they're playing. Mm. So it's not kind of... A, it's not exactly a love-love song. It's a, it's a friendship journey kind of a song, friendship song. Well, um, and... Yeah. And Palki said, this song, you should sing. So I told him, are you serious? You want me to sing this? So I told yes, I want you to sing this. And he was, I was very happy uh, with that. And I thought, okay, fine. I'll do, I'll try my best. I'll try to do justice. 
and I did it and he liked it and, and now I hope people like it too. We do I indeed. Uh, I mean, can we just say best of luck with the movie? It's been a pleasure to talk to you. Thank you very much for taking the time to talk to Raj and Pablo here on the BBC Asia Network. Thank you so much. Thank, Thank you. Thank you, Amit. You take care. Uh, right, now it's time to go over to Salila Charya, our muscles from Mumbai, uh, who, of course, joins us every Saturday to give us the inside scoop. Uh, we were talking to him before, yes. but clearly his lines are too overwhelmed You're and busy. You're too busy, Salila, yeah. aren't you? Everybody phoning you at the same time. <laughs> like no one calling. Yeah. Happy it's New Year, by the way. Happy New Year. Yes, you guys too. It's like really cold everywhere, right? Are you guys freezing? Yes. Well, kind of. <laughs> this yeah. is London. It's freezing. It's cold. Yeah, I know. Here it's nice and warm, and so you guys can always take a flight and come down here. Yeah, it's trust. Done. Oh, be careful what you wish for, is what I say. Um, so, Salil, uh, the madness around Tiger Zinda here is still going on, right? You know, it's unbelievable. You know, I think every single big actor or filmmaker should be vying for the Christmas Day weekend uh-huh. because it's been almost, what, 24 days and not a single film is released? I mean, that's not one week, that's three whole weeks of all alone at the box office. The good thing is now that Tiger Center has managed to get in the numbers that, you know, maybe Salman Khan needed, wanted 300 crores this weekend. Wow. That's no mean feat. And, you know, oh, and I have to say this, although it's not his best film by him, but, you know, I think this uh, the public wants the superstars. And it also goes to show what a huge holiday weekend can do for a film. Uh, ending the year very strongly did Bollywood in 2017. And I think uh, Salman Khan also rescuing Katrina Kaif's career with this film. So um, what's the reaction in the sense, will there be another Tigers in the hair? Have they decided that yet? A sequel? No, they signed another film, which is going to be called Bharat. Right. Oh, wow. With uh, Ali Abad Zafar, the director. Uh-huh. Uh, I don't know whether the... So that's going to come out next year. So I doubt if they'll be doing a Tiger or he's in the hair or something, you know. I've seen about a couple of years. <laughs> but but yeah, the good thing is that Salman is very loyal to his... Uh, Directors, and that's what I really like about him. Whether it's say uh, Kabir Khan and those that he's done very good, uh, you know, uh, stuff with, and those that managed to sort of get the numbers in. Ali Zafar, now with uh, probably the only director in Bollywood history with two, three hundred crore films. Wow! Wow! And he's so down to earth as well. Now you know there are all these rumours going on about Katrina and Salman getting back together, but we won't even talk about that. But there's a big, possibly false rumour doing the rounds in Bollywood at the moment. What's the goss? Oh, well, they said yesterday, Deepika Barugon's birthday, Ranveer Singh uh-huh. was apparently mm-hmm. going to pop the gosh question to her yesterday. Yes. We... Big, yes, a big rumour doing the rounds. Well, we're now in the next day and there's still no support to that. So that's sort of being squashed and thrown out of the window. But what we hear is that they're not very far off. You know, see, when they were talking about Virat and Anushka or Virushka, as the world knows them, uh-huh. so much was being discussed about, you know, December being the big uh, wedding month for months and months prior to that. And eventually, it did prove right. And what I hear now is we're just a few months away from uh, an even possibly bigger wedding in Bollywood. That is wow, wow. But you know the big thing, do you have any latest news on the release of Padmavat? Well, they're saying that, you know, uh, I, I honestly feel that it cannot happen in January. Mm. But uh, I think by the first week of Feb is when it will come out. Because now that they've agreed to the cuts and, you know, various other things and changing of the title, which is ridiculous. But they've all agreed to that. So I think now 
We're not very far away from the release. I would say end of Jan or first week of Feb is the final date. And Apestad is what they've tentatively said. Is it going to be a big release with big fanfare or are they just going to do it quietly? I don't think they need to do anything anymore. Uh-huh. The moment they give the release date, I think it's going to be a sold-out film. I mean, we, I mean everybody who's anybody who's anybody's uncle and sister knows that Padmavati has changed to Padmavat. Uh-huh. They've got all the publicity. They've been in the news for the last six months. Uh, if ever a film needed publicity, it was uh, this. But right now, I don't think they need any. It sounds like it's already in the bag. Uh, now, uh, Karan Jahar's shooting his uh, trilogy all in one go. Is this true? Yes, you know, Peter Jackson did this with the uh, Lord of the Rings trilogy when he shot in New Zealand for almost two or three years. And now I think it's the kind of scale that is mounting for Brahmastra, which has a really large star cast. It's possibly going to be India's X-Men. That's what the inside information is. Uh-huh. Tony Roy again in this film, along with... Uh, of course, Ranbir and Alia, and they're shooting right now in Israel. But uh, Moni's actually, A, uh, you know, it's cheating, but she's a very good friend of mine. So she's actually signed a film for a whole year. So she's going to be part of the cast for, the, for a long time. There's Mr. Bachchan also in the cast. So this is going to be India's X-Men. <laughs> and this is based on the Shiva trilogy, the books by Amish Tripathi. Yeah, no, 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 it's not. It's not. No? So Amish told me that this, no, it's not really based on the Immortals of Meluha which was the Shiva trilogy. Uh-huh. This is a version of that. And look, right. they've always got to have some kind of mythology attached to it because that's how it becomes really big. So whether it's uh, Bahubali or any such, uh, you know, Ramayana or Mahabharat, you know, we've had our own superheroes in our Indian mythology. So of course, there will be that connection there. Right. But it'll be shot like an X-Men. Well, you know what? I think it would be great if Karan could do another Student of the Year. Student of the Year 2, Student of the Year 3. Because I can see that happening, <laughs> right? <laughs> No, because the thing is, by the time he finishes doing all that, uh, you know, Shah Rukh Khan's never going to play like the big uh, headmaster because he'd probably be too old. Oh, oh damn. Oh. Yeah, no, no, let's, just, let's be honest. So I think Student of the Year 2 definitely is on with Tiger. And Varun Dhawan and Alia Bhatt are coming back as seniors in this. Right. So they're already seniors. So if you make up three out of it, what are they going to be, pass out? <laughs> <laughs> so what are, you, like, okay, what are you looking forward to in 2018? What big films are you thinking will hit the mark? One big film I'm really looking forward to is Bugs of Hindustan. I've heard such great things about it. And every time Amir Khan does a film with, you know, Yashad, mm. my favourite accent, I, I really do believe from what I've heard from the Yashad studio that it is mind-blowing. Right. Not just the visuals, everything, you know. I, I, so that's one huge and massive film I'm really looking forward to in 2018, which I do believe will again bring back into focus how if you spend the right money with right stars and the right content, you can create the big blockbusters and they don't necessarily need to be on a holiday. And what about Zero? What are your thoughts on Shah Rukh Khan's uh, trailer? You know, it's a, it's a risk again that he's taking with face time, like, like a fan. So, you know, uh, he has to choose the right films. Will he be able to get the big numbers? I'm not 100% sure about that. See, from all the, uh, the reactions that I've received from my friends and family and you know, all the people that I know, they're all, okay, interesting. That's the mm. reaction that they've got. Mm. Nice and interesting. Uh, it's not, they don't quite know what it is. So right now, it's just a teaser. Let the promo come out. Let's see what it's going to be like. So I think it's a little too early to comment on whether it'll be a big blockbuster, but let's just put it this way. Shah Rukh Khan really needs a big blockbuster film, you know. He's got only one 200 crore film. Salman has 
two 300 crore films and now the third is added to kitty five 200 crore films amir has two 300 crore films so if you have i mean it is uh, you can't help but compare and sharuk will need that big box office number 2018 has to be that year well let's hope so um it's going to be an exciting year let's hope it's better than last year salil um hope you had a great new year thank you very much for talking to us see you guys bye bye Salil Acharya there giving us a lowdown from Mumbai. And of course, he'll be back with all the gossip next Saturday, um, letting us know how the new year is setting up. Now, remember, if there's anything you want to know about Bollywood, all you have to do is email rajanpablo at bbc.co.uk. Don't forget, you can listen live every Saturday from 10am to 1pm here on the BBC Asian Network. Until next time, bye. Catch up with loads more from BBC Asian Network online or on the BBC iPlayer radio app.
Thank you, guys. And don't forget, you can ask anything to do with Bollywood and what's happening in Bollywood. Just email us at rajanpablo at bbc.co.uk. And don't forget, you can listen live every weekend from 10am to 1pm every Saturday here on the BBC Asian Network. Until next time, bye. bye.